0: Okay, so just the whole the whole mission of this whole podcast or conversation is Proverbs 27, 17, iron sharpens iron. So that's really the whole goal. Something that I like, uh, I, I have is that I had like, like a little vision and it was just of us just sharpening our swords. Like, you know, just like sharpening like our weapons to defeat the enemy. And like, this is where it starts, you know, just sitting here talking to each other. And it's like the same with small groups, you know, that sharpens your weapons and then but it's not only just ours it's not really about us though it's also about like this is going to sharpen our swords and then whenever we're sharpening ours we're able to sharpen others as well Mm. it's not really about us sharpening our own swords because like yeah that's important but it's about the other the people we're going to be able to help sharpen their swords if that makes sense yeah but yeah and like i also wrote down i was like focus isn't getting fame or popularity or anything like that but it's to help people around us sharpen their swords as we sharpen ours so
1: I think it'll be cool to look back in a few years and just, like, see what we were learning that week. So, yeah, exactly. I'm
0: like, and uh, like this. I say we just, like, we just do this once a week. And now if, if Saturdays don't work, we can do a different day. You know, if something really cool happened that day, you're like, hey, we got to talk today. Oh, yeah. You know, we do it. I mean, it won't – we could literally just have this as a meeting spot. I'm pretty sure it won't be that bad. I don't, really, I don't think the meeting spot really matters. We'll figure it out. We'll, figure out yeah. But we'll burn it one week at a time. But, like, even, like, I was thinking is that, like, you know, even if that dog this doesn't go anywhere – worst case scenario whenever we have kids they get to see what we were going through in college and they're going through it, and they can just listen oh to that's this. lit like good luck someone say good luck charlie it's like good luck charlie they can watch back and be like oh that's so cool they were doing that that day like hey i'm struggling with this today what did my dad do whenever like what did him and his friends talk about how they fit, went over that you know like mm, yeah. it may not help anybody here like on this campus right now but i mean what, what about our kids yeah. i was telling i was telling logan like you know like you don't become a parent whenever you're already a parent. You become a parent now. You're starting to become a parent now. Like, the generational mm-hmm. curses. Everything you're doing right now is going to impact your kids later. Mm-hmm. So, like, like, my that's dad, true. you know, he was an alcoholic. And I suffered. Y'all all seen like, I was like, every time I drank, I, got, I just got drunk. Mm-hmm. I suffered with that really bad. And I feel like because of his choices and his life choices, that impacted me and what I was doing in my life. So mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's real. I don't know. It was really cool. We're, we're changing things up. Yeah, we're the generation that
0: changes it. One thing that I also have broken down is this is like this hit me. I, I have an example too from last week. Is uh, I wrote down that if we can't help the people God puts in our lives, like just the, our friend group, you know, like, you know, like just like Justin for example, or like someone like just someone like really close to us, then how do we accept him? Expect God to put a bulk of people in our lives to help. Like yeah. we expect all this more, more of a goal and more of a mission to do something, but. How can he trust us with that if we're not helping the people already around us? Yeah, you yeah. missed it when Daniel McLeod was speaking, um, two
1: weeks ago yeah, at the late. He said, uh, "If we don't steward where you are, you won't have authority where you go."
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, that's exactly that's, what I'm that's exactly what I'm saying. It's so mm-hmm. cool, and it all like. Uh, so last week, uh, before the Thursday small, the basketball small group, Wednesday night I had work. I got home at like eleven. I was so tired. I went straight to my bed, and I like I prayed before I go to sleep. So I prayed. And then I was going to go to bed. And then in the middle of the prayer, God just, like, speaks to me. He goes, hey, go invite JB and Nick. Because and, mm-hmm. I hear them, too. I Well, I heard them, too, walk just downstairs talking. And I was like, I'm tired, man. Like, they're, I'm like they're me and JB, like, we haven't had beef. But it's, like, been, like, silent beef. Like, you know, like, me and him haven't, like, talked to each other. We haven't, like, Nick, I don't know why I just have this, like, hatred to it. Not really hatred, but, like, I just, like, I don't know what it is. I is just, Nick your Mormon roommate? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And uh, I, I just don't. Like, it's like they're closer than I am to JB now. So it was like, why would I go down there and invite them whenever they don't even want to be around me? Mm. And I was sitting there. I was like, you know what? I'm not doing it. And I'm like, I'm just going to go to bed. I was like, I'm sorry, God. I know I feel bad. Whatever. And then I was like okay but if I hear their voice if I hear JB yell I'll go down there. As soon as I said that JB yelled. Like he and I was like bro and I was like in my underwear I'm like so you telling me I got to get up and put some clothes on and then go downstairs and then Who
1: said anything about clothes.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. And then I put some shorts on I went downstairs and then i I invite JB I'm like hey I know I was like 11:30 and now I'm like hey I know it's late, but if y'all want to wake up early in the morning, come to uh, basketball with me, for, uh, then you're more than welcome. Mm-hmm. And they both said, yeah, definitely. And I'm like, oh, you actually want to. Mm-hmm. Dude, the next day, JB's playing basketball and everything. They both came. He got to see Nick. That was last yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both mm-hmm. came. And JB, at the end of it, JB looks at me and he goes, dang, you have no idea how much I needed this. Dang. And I was like, wow. I mean, it just took, I mean, like, and it was something, I, I wasn't even obedient. I wasn't, a, I should have been obedient right away. I should have just been like, okay, let me go ask him right now. Instead, I like, had to sit there like, okay, now show me this, show me this, show me this. And, like, if I'm doing that, then how am I going to expect God to, like, put other things in my life that I want him to give me, but, like, I can't even do the small things with JB, my roommate. <clears throat> Thanks. Who I have, like, a really good connection with. I've known him for, like, two or three years, you know. I've known him since freshman year. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. yeah. That's real. Like, instant
1: obedience is really something. Yeah. That just reminded me of, like, uh, the story I had last week, or... To paint the picture I was walking a math class You know It's like super normal Nothing's crazy about that And I'm walking I'm walking in front of the union And I pass this homeless guy Who's like Complete tweaker mm-hmm. I told y'all this story But I'm gonna yeah. tell it again Complete yeah, yeah. tweaker Like I'm walking up I see him sitting on the bench up there He's like waving to people That aren't there Having conversations with himself Like he's not home In his brain And I walk by him Don't think much of it And then I feel the Holy Spirit Tell me Go rebuke the demon That's in him I was like Probably not <laughs> I kept walking for another, like, like all the way past the union until I got to, like, the, the grassy area up ahead. Mm-hmm. And I reached that point and was like, what's more important, doing what the Lord told me to do or getting to math class on time? Mm-hmm. And I just had, like, you know, that sinking feeling in your gut. Like, I know yeah. I have to do this. So yeah. I, I actually ended up turning around. Like, there's a bunch of people outside. And I walked back to him. And I just sat down next to him. I was like, hey, man, do you want to be free? And he was like, man, I'm good. And he's like still like tweaking he doesn't have any teeth like yeah it's kind of horrifying <laughs> low key. but i feel like walking up to him i just had confidence and peace like yeah, i was just like locked in in the zone he was crazy but i started talking to him trying to share the gospel with him like peace and freedom and then as soon as i start mentioning jesus's name he starts freaking out at me like he his whole demeanor changed and he starts actually bringing out like crazy theological like arguments against me like attacking like the the wisdom and character and like hey you're not equipped for any of this like making personal attacks he actually also threatened my life he's like if i kill you right now you wouldn't be able to raise from the dead and i was like yeah you're right i can't do anything only jesus can so i was i started pleading the blood of jesus over him he was like don't pray for me you're gonna f me up even more i was like may jesus bless you and open your eyes and That's then scary, I just sat there and just prayed for him while he was screaming at me, cursing at me, and people were walking by too. It was pretty crazy.
0: <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, buddy, thank you." Bro, get to a bar stool for praying over someone. I mad. that'd actually be such a cool thing to get on bar stool for. For I like. mean, well, maybe one day we'll see how that goes. But yeah. I don't
1: want that kind of notoriety for that. I don't want to be known for Jesus. But yeah. Anyways, well, yeah, when sure. I got up and left, I felt like the Holy Spirit was like, "Okay, you did enough." I was like, okay, Jesus, we're just going to roll on. He's yeah. cursing me as I walk away. And I just felt like the word Ashkelon come to mind. And this is mm-hmm. what I asked Miss Angel about. The city, Because right? it was, yeah, it was, a, it was, a I think, a Philistine city from mm-hmm. in the Bible. And I didn't understand what that was about. But I had just read about it in a different book. And I didn't understand it. And a few days later, I got to talking to Mrs., uh, Miss Angel about it. She's one of the, she's a prophet at our church. She's a goat. She was amazing. But, um. And she was like, hey, well, what do you know about Ashkelon? I was like, um, it was a port city, lots of trade coming in and out of there. She's like, okay, if that's what you know about it, why do you think the Lord told you that? I was like, oh, probably because he was an open door for the enemy to come into. He had mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of demonic stuff coming in and out of him." And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? That's really important. Yeah. I didn't consider it that.
0: That's cool, dude. But that was, so that cool. was crazy
1: because I've never done anything like that before. That was the first time, like... I've confronted anything and had people like manifest on me because like his demeanor changed
0: yeah it was crazy but I know Andrew told me something about that how like you can tell whenever someone's truly like cursed by like, a demon or something like that if they can't even speak the name of Jesus or like can't even be around the name of Jesus that's I said the name man he just I mean that's scary I haven't like had to witness that yet I just know how much I freak out dude that was a first that for me good. so <laughs> yeah yeah that's crazy and I think it all comes back to like the fear of God for the obedience thing like mm. you know like we all say we fear God, but do we truly fear him enough to instantly act on stuff like that? Instant acting. Like, instant, like, uh, like something that John Bevere said is that, like, you act even whenever you don't see any beneficial gain from it. Like, mm-hmm. you don't see the gain. Like, the thing is, he knows the gain you're going to get from it. Yet yeah, we don't see it. And it's so cool to think about stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I didn't see the gain in, like, inviting JB. I just thought I was going to get it. Like, I saw, like, you know, maybe, you know, he gets to enjoy some basketball. But then he sits there and he tells me, yeah, I really needed that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I didn't see that part, you know, like... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's doing really good right now. Me and him, have gotten closer. Me and him have been talking a whole lot more. Praise God. Yeah, I mean, we've been man, doing really man. good. And it's like, I, 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 honestly, probably all started with that one day of basketball, just me inviting him, mm-hmm. the saying, hey, you should come pull up and play basketball. So. That's what's up. The ripple yeah. effects are crazy. I don't know. What's Something small, good? dude.
2: Instant obedience is so real. That's last night when you were praying, people on the strip. You know the homeless guy you prayed over. Oh yeah, yeah. But we didn't realize you had prayed over him. But Jack and I were walking past, I was like, "Oh, we'll get him on the way back." And I was like, "Wait, never mind. <laughs> That's not how the spirit works. <laughs> he doesn't do
0: way back. yeah so We just like cut across the street." Like you prayed remember that guy from uh the one guy that, uh our first night walking around the strip or not walking around the, walking around the city. Yeah, and we got you know like the, I knew I needed to talk to him. Yeah, and y'all asked me. Y'all were like, "Do you need to go talk to him?" I was like no no i was like i don't got to i was like i don't and it's not like not that i don't got to it's that i didn't want to like it's no it's weird i just didn't want to go mm-hmm. and then but like the, the, whenever i said i don't, I don't got to and mm-hmm. then oh my heart dropped it was like you yeah, really just said that, that? that feeling yeah oh. it was like you really just said that and mm-hmm. i was like you're right i did just say I, I didn't even turn around and then we ended up like you mm-hmm. know that was it's just cool like, i never really felt like the holy spirit that convict me that bad Conviction, yeah. you know like okay. that was a different type of conviction than like you know sin or like you know but I guess that is a sin is you know disobeying you know what God wants you to do but yeah. like just like I don't know it was so it felt crazy dude it
1: yeah I mean crazy. then we had to run after him but yeah. thank God we caught him
0: dude it was crazy I I what sucks though is that, like you know like I know the seeds planted but like, you know I texted him and then uh he didn't respond mm-hmm. so then the next week I was like you know I'm just gonna go ahead and text him again mm-hmm. text him again he still didn't respond okay. but like I mean I I sent I sent the seed I I. What it sewed it or yeah, you sewed it. I sewed
1: it, but it sucks that we we don't get to see everything this side of heaven. But we just gotta have faith that the Lord told you to do something just for a reason. Yeah, we might not get to see it, but one day we will. We'll get the heavenly replay one day. I'm looking forward to that. Just like dude, that
0: is gonna be so cool. It's like I always wonder like it'd be so cool like you know like you could just buy like a little snippet of like your footage as a childhood Mm -hmm. or something like that, and you could just like see what you did as a kid. People would probably pay millions for that. Like, that's insane. Think about it. People will pay millions for something like that. Well, we'll all see it one day
1: for better or worse, and Jesus is going to look at it, and that's that's pretty humbling. we get the same Bible. X. Ours is slightly different. Slightly. Slightly. Mine's more faded. We're comparing Bibles. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do around here. Is mine's bigger.
0: Bible. <laughs> Jack's is
1: bigger. Mine's more worn, but Caleb's is newer. I have, okay, I have a question. I
0: have a question for y'all. Shoot. Okay. So, you know, like I'm, I want to like, anytime you have a question, Loki, like I want you to ask it as like, it's like you asking it, if that makes sense. I just feel yeah. like, cause uh, it's yeah. like, you're trying to just say, you're trying to answer my question. Like, say I'm asking it just yeah, just trying you're to answer it to me. It's so, like, I, I put, it, uh, I feel the presence of God mm-hmm. and I fully believe in the gospel. And even though I believe this, and even though I feel the presence of God, I know how he's working. Why do I continue to have doubt? Like, you know, I feel like every single Christian struggles with this. Like they <laughs> feel like they're doing all the right things. They stay, they feel the presence of God. They know they're on a relationship track. They know they're doing everything right. But why do they still have doubt? Like, oh, that, that probably didn't happen. You know, like you know what I mean. And like, uh, not only why do I continue to have doubt, but what can I do to
1: fix that? I think that's not a question of why do I have doubt, but it's it's understanding like the the dynamic between you and God. Because mm-hmm. like, you're not all the Bible has clear definitions that like we're not always gonna feel His presence. We just yeah. have to have faith that He's gonna be there. Yeah. So in the face of doubt and even maybe experiencing what you think is the lack of his presence Mm -hmm. that's actually the Lord giving space for you to grow your faith Mm -hmm. because if God gave you a hundred percent certainty on absolutely everything
2: where's the faith? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. like if
1: I know like everything that's going to happen I don't have to do anything I don't have to believe I don't have to trust but like when the Lord steps away that gives us space and time to prove our the legitimacy of like our love Mm -hmm. and our devotion because Mm -hmm. if we truly love him if he told us something but not 100% of it, I'm just going to believe him.
0: Yeah. If he
1: says, okay, tomorrow you are going to wake up at 6.13, you're going to, like, if he maps it out, then is that free will? No. Yeah. I have to choose to follow him in the face of doubt. Like, even I have doubts. Like, yeah. everything is... Like, I doubt everything. Even yeah. what the Lord has specifically yeah. outlined in detail through numerous events, it's like, sometimes it'll be like, did he really say that? Yeah. But you have to have the pers- perspective shift of like, no, that's the Lord giving me space to believe him and trust in him because think mm-hmm. about on the other side of that mm-hmm. looking back like I had all these doubts yeah. but I decided to choose and cling on cling to the truth that mm-hmm. he told me
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. and you'll see it play out yeah. you just can't lose faith you gotta keep
0: running with endurance so i, I said, an example is uh, a good like a good like you know a thing that probably makes a lot of people doubt mm-hmm. is and me and Logan in Freedom Group is what was his name I don't know his name but uh, he talks about this podcast he listened to and it's about this woman who went through. It was during World War Two, and like she saved like I think it was a hundred thousand like Jews. Oh that? And he did. He, he, he 100, said a hundred thousand.
1: I don't think it was maybe not a hundred thousand.
0: It was it was thousands, thousands, and thousands of Jews. Yeah. And all was, that in underground tunnel. She was a tunnel. She and, in her house. But the guy he he literally starts crying. Yeah, I think Corey. Yeah, I think it was. But he literally he sits he sits there and he starts crying and everything. He was like he was like how can I believe in a God that would allow that to happen? Like, he was like, he was like, I, he goes, I don't want him to say that I don't believe. He goes, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe in all this stuff. But, like, all these things that, like, I see in the world, like, how I, how do I, you know, put my faith in him if, I'm, if I see him allowing this, these things to happen, you know? Like, the things that Hitler did, the evil things that he did. And I just, how would, how would y'all respond to someone that came up to y'all and said, okay, if God's so real, then why would he allow this to happen?
2: I would say that, like, um, let's go back, like, go back to
0: the garden meeting,
2: okay. right? there was no evil mm-hmm. um, but the Lord gave us free will to pick from from the wrong tree right the tree of knowledge of good and evil so we have we have the free will so like God if there was no free will there would be no there would be no evil there would be no Holocaust there would be no Hitler there would be no whatever no murder yeah. there would be no crime but because we have free will we're bringing those things on ourselves so uh it's the same, the same like hand of God that says, "You have the free will to pursue me and to live a life of joy." Um, we also have the free will to like do horrible things, mm-hmm. and that's that's where like the beauty of of um, our faith is,
0: is that He saves us in that while
2: we were still sinners, we were
0: saved. I see right. a, lot, a lot of people like, who ask that question too is not that. They're saying, "Why would have got a lot of?" what they're blaming God for. They're acting mm-hmm. like God's the one that did those things, and that's what I keep like thinking. Like even I do that. I blame God. Like you know, like whenever my mm-hmm. dad passed away, like two days before I got saved, I think this is what the number that Logan told me is two days before I got saved. I sat there in a room and I was like, "If God is real, then why would He take from me? Why would He take? You know, like why would He why would He punish me and with my dad and everything like that? You know, I took as a mm-hmm. punishment and everything like that. Yeah. So it's like you look at things like that and like people a lot of and, like a lot of worse people. A lot of the worst things have happened to people and that's just like you know that causes them to doubt mm-hmm. and it's just like always it's hard even uh, i'm trying to think of an example that happened to me recently that like uh because in class like, i do a lot of history class like you know um he's like, says something that like happened in the old days and i'm just sitting there like hmm that's weird like why would like you know like why would that happen like why does that why does that just draw up confusion why does that make me confused like not believe in the Bible like, I believe in the Bible I want to sit here and say I'm not I can doubt or, you know mm-hmm. I'm 100% like, you all have seen I'm 100% gone in with God mm-hmm. but it's like I still doubt like and it sucks it's cause I feel it's, it's like I feel convicted I feel like I'm like I feel like I'm sinning in that process I feel like cause what's there's a verse that uh I don't know I, don't, I can't I can't spit scripture like you know like yeah. uh, you know y'all warriors can but like you know like I can't like but there's sometimes like you know like Jesus literally tells us like not to doubt like to have faith and everything we're just like it's so hard to have the faith that he wants me to have if that makes sense like yeah. I, I don't know how to explain it well, I, what I is it your p- doubt it's like is it a doubt that God is um, all powerful or is it, is it a doubt that God is all good I guess it's more so a doubt that like uh I don't know how to explain it dude like, having, having doubt
1: isn't inherently sinful yeah but yeah. like we have to lean back on the truth either the Bible is true and all of it's true or it isn't yeah. And either, that's like the big thing I was talking about with, I think, Lily, is like, mm-hmm. either the Bible is true or it's not. The Bible itself yeah. says all scripture is God breathed. Yeah. So that means if one piece of it isn't true, all of uh-huh. it isn't true. Mm-hmm. Like, it sets itself up in such a fragile position of absolute truth mm-hmm. where either it is or it isn't. So, like, Having doubts is fine. We just have to ask the Lord to show us how that fits into the Bible. Mm-hmm. If we look at the world through the Bible, assuming it is the lens of complete truth, it is going to work out. Yeah. But if we look at the world through an incomplete, an altered, or a shifted lens that's not the Bible, it's not going to line up. So mm-hmm. if you're seeing something that that doesn't make sense you gotta yeah. look at it through the bible look at it through the lens of the truth because we're assuming it's the truth mm-hmm. yeah and if we examine the truth there will be no fault inside of it yeah mm-hmm. so we have to look at it through the correct lens to see if it lines up because uh, it's either it's god's word or it is yeah
0: so but it's also the enemy
1: out. has dominion on earth definitely yeah. there
0: is evil here and yeah, that's this what that's is, that this the, he, he reigns on earth. yeah that's what the, what the freedom the freedom group said is that like you know the the serpent rules over the earth, yeah. but like you know, God still has power, of course, but like mm-hmm. the serpent rules because of what we did, mm-hmm. and like we allowed him to have what free reign, basically, yeah. and.
2: He took authority over earth. This what said in the. Yeah, he took uh-huh. authority mm-hmm. over. It.
0: From a very. Because we gave it away, yeah, Adam did. But that's awesome. Yeah. The, uh, mm-hmm. my, like that. my biggest fear yeah. is that like. um Cause I of course I believe I believe a hundred percent in the word. If I didn't, I wouldn't continue to read it. If I I believe a hundred percent in God, I believe a hundred percent in what He's you know everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. My biggest fear is that like, uh, whenever I do doubt, like He just gets displeased with me. Like, hey, why do you continue to doubt? Like, I don't. Do you think God understands that? Like, we. Are, I mean, of course He does. You know mm-hmm. He's, but like, do you think that like He's looking at you that displeased that you're doubting in Him, or you look at Him like, he, He's. Please that you're doubting it you're still coming back it depends still... depends on how you use the doubt are you yeah, using yeah. the doubt to help sharpen and refine your view through
1: the bible or are you using it to be like oh this this doesn't immediately make sense so i must doubt the bible it's mm-hmm. like when you when you have doubts and you bring them to the lord it's like he's chipping away edges at your vision mm-hmm. to show you how it's supposed to be because like mm-hmm. i don't understand this because i'm not looking at it right yeah so doubts aren't bad it's actually the lord's using the world and his creation to reveal more of himself mm-hmm. you just might not understand it at the moment yeah. yeah,
2: and doubt and confusion are different things as well like I yeah. I can read a passage or something mean. and I'm confused Yeah. so then you you know Lord what do you want me to know about this that's different than, than doubting the Lord in that moment and also identifying which one you're doing you know mm-hmm. like, yeah. like you don't need to be calling it doubt if you're just confused about something like I read Revelation and it confuses me yeah like or I read um, you know you read about like news and you, like, why could, I am confused about why the Lord let this happen or why didn't the Lord heal this person or whatever. Uh, that's different than doubting that mm-hmm. he is available and confusion's not bad you know? we are we're not um, we're not God we're not omnipotent Yeah. so we don't know what he knows
1: and he knows that about us why would our finite minds be able to fully
0: comprehend the infinite God we just have to mm-hmm. go to him with it something that's getting put on my heart right now too is I like um Uh, like something that I've struggled with my entire life, like I still struggle with it. It's like bad. And Mm. that's probably like probably the thing I need to find freedom from. Is that like I grew up just feeling I wasn't good enough. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, like every report card I brought home, my dad, even if it was all A's, he was like, you could have got all the hundreds. Like no joke, that's the exact words that he would tell me. Like Mm. if I got a B, I got grounded for until I got all A's. Like it was nothing was ever good enough. Mm. And it's like the the enemy likes to put in my head anytime I doubt, anytime I confuse, anytime I do something wrong anytime I know I'm doing something wrong anytime I sin all that he just and that's something that's common everyone goes like they he just tells you hey you're not good enough and especially since that's like my dad like you know he was doing it because he thought that was the best way to raise me Mm -hmm. but at the same time it put so much into my heart and into my mind yeah that it like you know like it made me actually feel like I wasn't good enough like you know like I always felt like uh no matter where I am, I'm always the second best. Even if I feel, even if I could be the best, I've always feel like I'm second best. Yeah. I feel like that's the highest I could ever get is second best. Yeah, and that's always something that's always been implanted in my mind is always yeah. second best.
2: I was the exact same way grew up. Yeah,
0: similar story with my dad. So, um, since you were the same, how did yeah. you? How did you end up? Are you free from it? Like, if you are, how did you do it? Like, well, I will say that I think the biggest thing the enemy does, um,
2: if he can't stop you from, from getting saved. He's going to stop you from saving other people mm-hmm. and he's going to keep you in bondage to your own mind so that he can be busy elsewhere yeah. um, so he just gets you in your own mind and wrapping chaining yourself essentially with those thoughts that you used to have um, and I In Jesus name. I will be 100% free one day, but I beat those thoughts um, Just through practice mm-hmm. like putting yourself in situations where you are afraid you will fail and then realizing oh I didn't fail that situation Yeah. Um, like for me I have a like huge imposter syndrome in any sort of business setting or professional setting because mm-hmm. my dad is larger in life in that <laughs> so my fear, oh you'll always be second best in those situations Yeah. so it's just going into those situations with the confidence uh, then walking out like that didn't go great but it also didn't fall on my face Yeah. Right. so yeah. it's just um, and then having that foundation to build back where you can look back and say oh the lord helped me in that situation, I know, mm-hmm. I, I, know I wasn't second best in that know and you can't be second best because you are you're the best you that there is you're the only one of you yeah i like that yeah the verse um i think i brought this up before but like the verse where it talks about how we are perfectly and wonderfully made Mm -hmm. the um if you go back to whatever it is greek or hebrew the um translation is like um like a one-off like custom-made piece of furniture type vibes like it's not replicatable. Like it's yeah. for a very specific role in place. So yeah. You couldn't say it's better or worse than anything else because there's nothing
0: like it. So you're like, what you're kind of saying is that you're doing the best of what God made you to do for like you're the You're doing the best mm-hmm. of what God's made you capable to do, if that, I guess. Yeah. If and if the Lord has
2: put you in a position mm-hmm. uh, or given you people in your life, uh, then you have to trust that he is equipped you to deal with that position and those people. Yeah. So, yeah, going into situations with imposter
1: syndrome is 100% a reality. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be. That just brought me to the verse in 2 Corinthians 12, where it says, Therefore I will boast all more gladly in my weakness, yeah. mm. so that the power Fire. of Christ may rest upon me. So, Fire. you know, if we're stepping into situations where I don't feel qualified, that's a great opportunity. Invite the Lord into that. For Him to do all the work, yeah. and I do nothing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, Cheat code. His, it's like cheating. I feel like a, cute, cheating. a good example no is of prayer team. You know, you tried getting me on prayer team for so long, and... Mm. The biggest thing the enemy told me is you are not good enough to get in that prayer. Day. Especially after the first time, look, I, I went in there and listened to. It. Like before I even went, I was like, me on prayer. Day, I can't even pray to myself. Like you know, I, I sit here and mumble words whenever I pray it on my own. And then I get inside that prayer room and I hear them. I hear all of y'all speak. I'm just sitting there like, I do not belong in this place. Like what? Get me out of here! Like I want to be here, but I don't. I don't belong in here. And that's. I, don't, I didn't feel like the enemy was really telling me, hey, you do not belong in here. You're not good enough for this. Mm-hmm. That's always been what's been told to me. is That's not good enough. You're not good enough. That's, that's what, And it's like he's just able to use that. And like, I actually believe it all the time. that I, it's in all the small things, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's just in everything. And that's – but like prayer team is one of, it's crazy how much he uses it. And not only like you know, the small things out in the world like school or something like that. But like in the church setting, like in prayer yeah. team and like – uh, I'm not good enough to speak up in Freedom Group. I'm not what I what I've gone through isn't as good as like isn't good enough to uh, for it won't help any of these people. Mm-hmm. And like it's like small things like that. Like I'm not it's just a lot. I'm not good enough to teach people. I'm not good enough to help people save like get people saved. Yeah. Or it's, it's all these crazy things that you know he puts in your in my head, and it's just. Yeah, it's just something I've got to work on. But like, it's like whenever I, I finally join prayer team, like he he hasn't like. I still get feeling you know, like, that I'm not good enough to be in there. But at the same time, it's not near as bad. Mm-hmm. Whenever you take that step, even though it says you're not, you know, you feel like you're not good enough. Whenever you take this step, I feel like you know, like I'm not gonna say you 100% beat it, but like you're 99% of the way there. You push it back, yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Like yeah, you push him back because like what well, you resist and he will flee. I mean, you're resisting uh, what he's saying to you if you're acting on it. I mean that's and like he he will flee. Yeah. I mean, that's it's pretty insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the devil's going to attack the identity that the Lord wants you to use the most. Yeah. Like, yeah. it just makes sense. Really, like, yeah.
1: like, for the longest time, I struggled with the way I talked, just because you you guys know how I used to speak. Yeah. Very not not holy mouth. Uh, yeah. But now, that's, like, the Lord showed me, like, oh, that's because he was attacking what is one of the strengths that I've given you. Mm-hmm. Like how am I supposed to prophesy over people if I have a filthy mouth? Mm-hmm. And the, the enemy was trying to use that for his kingdom when I would not be using that for the kingdom of
0: God. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I was like, that's so good. Like, I'd never even thought about that. But, like, that I, I was, thought, like, the big thing I struggled with. I thought that like, like you say, like, you know, like, that Satan is, does have a kingdom and he's trying to build it, but, like, I and mean, then God also has a kingdom and, like, he needs us to help him build it. Mm-hmm. You know, like... He you know, wants us to help him build it. Yeah. Like, like the thing is, like... I never thought of it that way. Like Satan does have a kingdom, and uh, that of course he wants to build it. So of course he's going to do whatever he can, to, like, to to trick us into building it for him. You know? Yeah. So it's that's like that's I, I never thought of it that way. That's it's good you said that. Mm-hmm.
1: That's why, like you see in the Bible, like with Balam, like he was he was he had an anointing to be a prophet. Like his words mm-hmm. held power, but yeah. he used it for his own personal gain to like curse people and just make money. Yeah. Like he had the anointing. Which is something I just thought was so interesting, and you see it again with Judas. Like Judas raised the dead. Mm-hmm. I don't think like people think about that enough. Like yeah. Judas healed the sick. Judas raised the dead
2: while stealing from the offering.
1: While stealing and then betrayed Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like that's just insane to think about. But at the same time, it's apparently very normal. Like the Lord yeah. will use, the enemy will use the gifts that the Lord has given us in subversive ways. You mm-hmm. I mean, you just have to be so just, brought out to discredit the church as well. Yeah. Cool. It's cool. a lot of the, that's mm-hmm. why like my family, like we didn't believe, I grew up in a cessationist home just because like, my, my parents grew up in the Salvation Army and they just would see all these healing people on TV just stealing money and they're mm-hmm. like, that's mm-hmm. horrible. Like, yes, that is horrible.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It's the enemy using what God intended for good and perverting it for evil. Mm-hmm. But it's not just through that, it just turns people off and it's like, sad there's so much more we can do so so yeah. if, the, if the enemy's attacking something about you like if you're like really called the gossip what could that mean about what God has actually called you to
2: yeah
1: it could mean like they, the Lord's like calling you to be like a person who people can actually confide in
0: mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: being right. like a mentor or like a what's the word I'm looking for accountability partner confidant a confidant that's a great Confidog. word I got great vocabulary I went to
0: school so like, like, whatever the, the enemy is attacking, the opposite of that is what the Lord has identified you as. Yeah. That's, just, that's, that's a good way to look at it. Like, you know, all of you feel like these are weaknesses. Like, all the things that, you know, he targets the most is that that's the thing that God has you strong in, but the enemy does to distract, distract you from it as far as possible. Mm-hmm. There's things, like, probably right now that we're just like, oh, we're nowhere near. Like, we're probably like, we can't even think of them because we're, we've just shunned it out mm-hmm. because we're like, we feel like we're so bad at it that God probably intended for us to be very good at it's just the enemy has tricked us And they're thinking Oh yeah we're like terrible music Yeah yeah. Well like, I guess excellent. Well I was a trumpet player I guess I was pretty good at music but, We gotta get you back on that trumpet Yeah I know It's so hard bro maybe, maybe, I, maybe I could sing I'd go up on the worship to There are not many like, uses for a trumpet though
2: For real not yet like church band just not the think about
0: the it hey the black, uh, all uh, no, black that. Every the next wave is every like praise every, every praise lit, dude. every praise is to our god yeah that's I I a trumpet in that we one we need Surprise. a saxophone a player for the church mm. the saxophone is mad boy. i want to go to daystar soon Daystar. i want to go to daystar soon daystar's lit daystar sounds i'll like tell him that some some uh two girls came to chip and uh they had like a, they had like a Christian hoodie on, and it, anytime I see a Christian hoodie, the first thing I say to them, I love your hoodie. Yeah. Just because I just want to see if the conversation goes. Yeah. And uh, whenever I told them, they're like, "Oh, thank you, thank you. Do you go to church?" And I was like, "Yeah, I go to church of Highlands." And I was like, "Do you go to church?" And she goes, "Yeah, I go to Daystar." And I'm like, "I think my friend went there," mm-hmm. and I was like, "What?" This is about. I only remember it because of the road, mm-hmm. and I was like, where, where, What's the name of the road?" And They were like Watermelon Road, and I was like, "That was the one. That was the one." <laughs> and then I, he, she was like, "When you're going to come back?" And I was like. I'm sure we'll come back. We'll uh, we'll all come one day. We'll definitely yeah. come one day. They lit. Yeah, I want to go for sure. What days was it? Sundays. Sundays? Oh. <laughs> I thought, days, I thought remember, I, you went on like a day that we had. Uh, yeah, you sponsor. went to see a play. Yeah,
1: they had they put on a play. As well oh, okay. it was good though. Okay, they had okay. a great gospel
0: presentation. So Sunday, we just
1: gotta go on a Sunday. Yes, yeah, there was like two hundred people went down to the altar. It was crazy. That's crazy, dude. The building's packed
0: out. I want to go church hopping, dude. I want to, I want to go to Jesus Image. I don't want, nah, dude, I want, to, to, that I want to go to Jesus. Jesus Image is crazy. I, I
1: texted Phil Pop to go to Jesus Image. What did she say? I don't remember.
0: <laughs> but oh, I'm she's not like there because it's in Orlando. That's what me and Logan were looking at, it's in Orlando. I would yeah. drive to Orlando just to go to that church. I would probably not. It's <laughs> a so nine-hour drive from here. Well, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. Yeah, I can
1: be the Lord in my room. We got a, Something we need to work on is uh, getting, getting all more churches involved in this ministry that we're trying to do. Yeah. yeah go out to the streets and reach people. Like, yeah. there's no reason that should just be a
0: our church thing. It's yeah. not... Because there are a lot of, like... Good like, churches around right here. Yeah, a lot of good people in those churches all wanted to just build his kingdom. There's mm-hmm. people on fire in yeah. a lot of denominations. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Oh, something cool I haven't told you. I went, no, I, did t- I texted both of you that I convinced an atheist to come to one. Yeah, that's so valid. But, like, because, like, she sat there and she was, like... Uh, I was talking to her friend, Peyton. She she actually goes to Church of Passion in, a, in Atlanta and all that. She goes to that the church. atheist? No, 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 no. Peyton, which is her friend. Okay. I was like, okay. She, she goes to Church of... She, she grew up in Passion. Okay. And then she's also been to Church of Holland, so she, she like, loves it. Wow. And But her friend is an atheist. They're best friends, actually. She's an atheist. In and, like, passion. I was like, okay, uh, if Peyton goes, you should go. And I was... She was like Well I don't belong there And I was like Why do you not belong to church And she was Well because I'm an atheist And I was like So Like you know Like that You you belong there I'm like Everyone's welcome there Mm -hmm. And she was like Then why don't Colin and Blake go And y'all don't call him Blake, they're gay And I'm just like because they choose not to. I've invited them. They're more than welcome there. No one there is going to judge them. Like, you know, it's... Yeah. It's, it's like... If they could just... The thing is, I just know if I can just get them in the environment, mm. it's going to change their life. It's like Chloe, like, the first time she came, she bawled her eyes out. You remember that. She yeah. bawled her eyes out. Like... If I can just get... If we can just get anybody, like, just anybody off the street, just one atheist, is in that for one second, their life has changed. Not even church, just to the feet of Jesus. Just, yeah. I mean, just... I don't, dude, it's amazing. If you, especially, like... It's in the presence of God. Oh, it's insane. It's mm-hmm. insane whenever you just get. Actually, I remember my first time, dude. I remember. I remember. I went home. I remember. I still remember that phone call. I gave you. And I just started. I was just bawling. I couldn't stop crying. It was lit. And I was just like, "Bro, what's going on, man? I'm just a little baby." <laughs> and I'm like, "Dude, I can't. I can't do this. I can't do this at all." Because it was so crazy. Because two days before that, I was crying to Logan about how God is terrible and how he's just and it's. It's it's just crazy that even though I, I thought he was so terrible, he, he didn't care that I thought he was terrible. He still mm-hmm. was waiting for me, he, you know. On. And he's Come and like one thing I was talking to Logan about in Genesis, how like you know, which is pretty basic, you know, he went seeking for Adam and uh, Eve, mm-hmm. you know, and everything. But like he continues to do that; he's always seeking us. He never mm-hmm. stops seeking us, no matter right. how ashamed we are and how you know mad we are at him. He always seeks us if we want him to seek, like if we. And All we got to do is just seek him. Yeah, all it does is take one second to seek him, and boom, because he's already there seeking it. Yeah, he, he never takes a the second, door.
2: he stands at the door, yeah, yeah
0: exactly. He, he stands at the door, and like all you got to do is just twist the doorknob, and he's already in mm. literally, like he's he's waiting for it, and that, mm-hmm. that's it. So, if only people knew how I don't know. much of Jesus there was, so, I don't know, it's just a lot of watered down gospel around know. here. People, yeah. uh, Jesus, is
1: isn't
0: that crazy to think about though? Is that a piece of God lives inside of us, guys. Like, no, just think about that. Like, uh You're a temple of the Holy Spirit. Literally like God is living inside me and you, you, you. There the Holy Spirit is living in, that's literally God. That God is living inside of us. Yeah. yeah. We're made in the image of God. I think we take that for granted. We do take that granted. I think yeah. we don't think about that. Like God is like literally living, living he's there's no such thing as no presence of God because God is living inside of and us. He's given it. us his authority. Yeah. Yeah. People
2: in the church don't um understand the gravity, I think. Yeah. yeah we like, lost that and anymore. the power that comes with it
0: like, I didn't even I didn't even acknowledge it till last night I was just like I was listening to a podcast and it's just like whoa the Holy Spirit literally, like, is living inside of me bro what mm-hmm. like God is living inside of me mm-hmm. and like it's just I don't know it's cool man cool <laughs> how lucky are we to live in a time in history I know when we can be indwelled by the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. 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 like that's just insane I keep hearing the word dwell I just love that word because it's like you know it's, like, it's not just like visiting or anything like that. It's, like, actually living, yeah. you know? Well, That's what... I think Michael... I think Kulianus, he uh, he really pointed that out. It's, like, dwelling is not just, like, world. reading the Word. It's living in the Word, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bring some words to the table. Dwell is a good world. Wordle Do y'all have anything else that happened for y'all this week? I'm trying to think. Dwelling
1: was pretty lit. It's, it's great to see, like, the Lord, like, starting to work with, like... Yeah. yeah. Like, we're seeing gifts, like, mm-hmm. operating... Successfully, like Mm -hmm. that's yeah, that's really crazy. I keep thinking about
2: that last night. Like, I actually like, got a vision for someone as we were praying. Like,
1: that's freaking sick. That's (laughs) so sick. Like, what? Yeah, like, like the Lord last night, we were praying beforehand before we went out to the streets to evangelize. I was praying, like, God, would you just show us who we need to reach? And the Lord showed me a short African American (laughs) woman wearing a very specific blue sweater. And I was like, All right, we'll write that down, we'll run with it. And then I met her out on the street. You really? got to pray for her. Yeah. Did you? Did not tell you this? No, you
0: didn't tell me this. Oh. I just. Oh yeah, because you weren't yeah. at church this morning.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or it's I, like
1: last night.
0: I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a bad week for me this week. It's been really bad. I've been very bad.
1: I wrote it down yeah, in my phone. So good. And I was standing over near Voodoo Wings because I'd also felt like the Lord wanted me stand there. And standing there, I saw a guy with that color on. I was like, okay, we're gonna go over there. I was with Andrea. We're gonna go over there. And we're gonna pray for that guy. Well, oh, Andrea came too. Yeah, she showed says- up late. Okay. But I went over to him. And then standing with him was his like girlfriend, and she had that blue sweater on, on her waist. That's so why I didn't see it across the street. And I was like, mm. I don't know you, but the Lord knows you, and He wants to bless you. I just got to pray for them. And is then that what food- you with? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: where I was like, listen, I know this is so weird, but the Lord has highlighted you to me, and we're gonna pray for you. <laughs> I'm excited to meet his kids one day because like, they're gonna be like so like just out there and bold that's me. Really really cool a lot of, imagine, imagine many largest just running around on the strip just it's being like the Lord knows you and he wants to bless you right here right now <laughs> that's, that's through yeah.
1: that lady that I got to pray for I actually met one of their friends who I think was the actual appointment mm. through that signal yeah his name was Keon really nice guy he didn't believe in the Lord but like wow. he was like you can pray for me and I prayed for him I was just like looking in his eyes and like he's, he like locked eyes with me and he mm. was just like in a trance Mm-hmm. he was like I just I don't even know what I prayed for him for I, I don't remember but I just remember his eyes were like he had just they were on fire yeah, so I just cool. knew like I don't know what happened but I know the Lord touched him so awesome. we're gonna yeah. one day in heaven we'll get to see the, the aftermath hey. of that but it was just crazy to see like the Lord showed me somebody looked look for and then I found them like mm-hmm. that's insane
0: yeah but like so that's cool. normal in the kingdom like it took you like going to that first person to get to the actual person like you yeah. know, like, yeah. God sees everything and laid out already but it just takes you acting you want it to see what he sees that makes sense I, I love, love the like the how you
2: stood at voodoo wings that's something I didn't realize like we um, we thought of hounds the voodoo wings but Jack and I just walked past and like oh I didn't see anyone we kept going mm. you had to stand there you gotta faith I kind of had a cool thought that like what if our faith was so strong that we stayed out there all night until we found someone with a broken toe that the Lord actually had to send someone with a broken toe because we were so strong in our faith mm. he's like alright fine you win <laughs> I'll bring <laughs> someone's toe for you that's, good. <laughs> that's the kind of faith we need to you hear someone go oh my toe we're not going until we meet someone with
1: a broken toe yeah that's good I'm still believing we're gonna find somebody though 100% it's gonna happen in Jesus' name but what uh, you were saying a second ago reminded me what uh, Andrew we just met him last night yeah. great guy I'm so glad we met him I just yeah. like when Joe sent me his number I didn't know who it was I was like I just know this guy's going to be a great friend. Yeah, he seems valid. He's very valid. Anyways, he had this analogy of like the spirit is like a box of tissues. Mm-hmm. It's like you'll see a tissue sticking out of the box. You got to pull it out. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get to the bottom of the box, you got to keep pulling. You got to keep going. You got to keep going. You got to yeah. keep going. You can't just be like, oh, there's a tissue in that box. You got to pull it out to get the next one, to get the next one, to get yeah. the next one. The Holy Spirit's only going to give us enough for the next step. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. what do I have to do to fully pull this tissue out of the box? It's yeah. an odd analogy, but I was like, that's really good. It is really good. He was talking about like hearing the Lord's voice and like following like the narrative that he's showing you. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also really applicable to like steps that he's taking you on. Like okay, go yeah. to Voodoo Wings. Go there. Okay, I'm here. Is there anything else I need to do here? Okay, now look over there. Can you see, I see that color. We're gonna go over there now. And it's yeah. like <laughs> just through that like process, that's how he works. So it's just yeah. like yeah, it's such a it's just cool. It cool. was just <laughs> cool. And like so faith building, like Lord like I was just so confident that the Lord was gonna do something.
0: Yeah.
1: Like he told me to be there. I'm there. Mm-hmm.
0: And then I found that person. Just so cool. God's God. cool. It takes that faith. It's so cool. How do you Jack? Anything anything super cool? Um I mean I had the little vision uh for the girl who were prime which is really cool. Yeah. That was dope.
2: Um other than that no. But Smuggler was low. I got to break some chains off from my past life from the BC days. Yeah, buddy, that's awesome. I'm set free, and free indeed. This some set free is free indeed. Yeah.
0: God is good. God is good. Well, I enjoy the conversation. I think that'll be good for this week. <laughs> Episode one. Episode one. I think it'd be just cool to like actually just go Jesus back on this. Jesus podcast. <laughs> Jesus podcast. <laughs> but. Yeah, I guess uh, if y'all have any questions for next really just like if anyone asks you a question, write it down because I feel like it would be cool to just like get other people's answers. To yeah. all our
1: loyal listeners, send us in
0: questions. Yeah, next yeah. Week. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing is that like, that's what I would love just for people to send, LA, uh, ask Chris questions.
2: LA.ua.edu, please.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, Jim, but, um, for all complaints, contact Jack and Dillard. <laughs>
2: You don't know my number. <laughs> What's your mom's email?
1: Know. Send it to his mom's email. Don't touch. Probably not. <laughs> Probably don't. not. All right, end this, John. All, right. <laughs> all right, we out, out. Wait, 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 wait.
0: Lady, Lord, you want to pray us out? All right, let's pray. Let's pray, let's pray us out. Lord, would
1: you just use this conversation to accomplish your word? Mm-hmm. Would you be glorified through this, and would it all be for your kingdom, Jesus? Would you bless everybody who hears this now and in the future? Mm-hmm. And would you just move exactly how you need to? We yield ourselves to you and your plans. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen.